Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Positively Seeding the Clouds of Your Future. Hey, this is an excerpt out of my upcoming book, Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision-Making, Attaching Great Faith to Who You Are and What You Do. And this is in chapter five of the eight-chapter book. By the way, we're in our course right now. You, you will listen to this, most of you, at the end of week two or start of week three. Still not too late to join us. It's, uh, I believe, this content is timely, revolutionary, barrier-breaking, and igniting. I think I'll use that word. So positively seeding the clouds of your future. And you, know, you think about seeding the clouds. And it, let me give you a definition here. Cloud seeding is a type of weather modification that aims to change the amount or type of precipitation that falls from the clouds. Let me say that again. Cloud seeding is a type of weather modification that aims to change the amount or type of precipitation that falls from clouds. <laughs> I like that. You know, what, what gets me fired up is knowing that just as in the natural we can do things that's going to increase the likelihood of rain, in this case. We can do it in the spiritual. One of the fun things that I have, I do with my team, is we'll just put our, I'll put my hand on their shoulder and go, pshht, pshht, and make that sound. And we... We'll have times in a meeting where we're together and, and, and we'll just pause. Something powerful was just said and we'll go Pshht, after, while we're touching somebody's shoulder or back. And, and where I get this is it's like the manual setting on an automatic sprinkler system. And... If you have an automatic sprinkler system, you have it set to start at a certain time, go for a certain duration. But the, the sprinkler control panel has what's called manual to where you can override the, the, the plan and start the sprinkler system whenever you want. And I like to do that in just a, kind of a fun way, pshht, as a, just as a reminder that we're not just waiting for God to do something, but we can actually cause something to happen now. And in this case, we're going to be talking about having something in the future, pulling something into our experience. <laughs> That, 
That wasn't planned. It reminds me of the dog Snoopy that we had many years ago. He was a big yellow lab, white yellow lab. And uh, some people called Snoopy fat. We called him big boned. And I'm exaggerating, but Snoopy slept 22 hours a day. And, but we had to be careful because if we, if we move something on the top shelf of, his la- of the laundry room, Snoopy would, that would be good news. And Snoopy, whether he was sleeping, was snoring and twitching, would be like he'd be shot out of a cannon and run into the laundry room op- often with leaping. And who said white dogs can't jump? <laughs> and so what he did Believing in the goodness of his master, he pulled future walks into his present experience. And even though that's not completely where I'm going today, in one sense it is. We are more in control of what we experience than we think. And and just this message today is a, a message of positively seeding the clouds of your future. And so we're we're talking in this chapter five of my book, Fully Convinced, about attaching great faith now. Attaching great faith now. And I used to, as a a younger person, person in the Lord. I said, Lord, I can't wait until I do something great for you. He said, instead of waiting to do something great for me, why don't you attach great faith to what you're doing right now, and it will become great. And this principle of attaching faith to who we are, what we're doing, that we are significant, what we're doing is significant, that attaching faith causes great things to happen. We can't wait to see great things to attach great faith. The Bible says, do not despise the day of small beginnings. By the way, there's people who are listening right now that I'm seeing just in my spirit. There's a literal breaker thing that's coming on you in this season like never before. It's a supernatural breaker anointing, a John the Baptist thing that's going to prepare the way for what God has in your life and in the lives of others. Now, one of the greatest ways that we attach faith is through declarations, by having something coming out of our mouth, <laughs> something, it's positive, positive words, faith-filled words that are in agreement with what, <coughs> oh boy, bless me, mm. thank you. That was real. That reminds me of why my wife and I, we, when we began to understand the power of blessing, we would do fake sneezes around each other or other people so that we would hear people release, release a blessing over us. <laughs> All right, here we go. Romans 10.10. 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So we believe in our heart the death and resurrection of Jesus, put our faith in him. With the heart, one believes unto righteousness, but with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Now, righteousness is an identity. When we believe in our heart, our our identity gets changed. But when we confess with our mouth, confession is made unto something. 
It's made unto an experience. Salvation is much more than eternal life. Salvation is saved, healed, and delivered. So we use our words to give life to dead things we are feeling and experiencing. Romans 4.17 says, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. So let me say it again. We use our words to give life to dead things we are feeling and experiencing. As we speak life in such things, today is a day of victory and breakthrough. My prayers for my family are working. God is meeting all my needs today. This is going to be a powerful and productive meeting. Many will get healed in tomorrow's church service. My marriage is experiencing breakthrough. Now, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18, 21. Now, we will experience good fruit tomorrow by speaking life today. It says, death and life is in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Proverbs 18, 21. We will experience good fruit tomorrow by speaking life today. Now, there's a mental warfare when we start considering, declaring things higher than what we're feeling and experiencing. <laughs> it, that's where the real warfare is. By the way, the, the greatest spiritual warfare is not against regional demonic principalities. It's against mindsets in our own thinking. They're called strongholds, strongholds of pessimism, strongholds of discouragement, strongholds of shame, strongholds of disappointment. And there's a mental warfare. That I, I don't know about you, but I used to not really want to listen to hope preachers. <laughs> I don't think that's the case with you because you're listening to me, unless this is your first time and trying this out. I used to not want to listen to hope preachers because I knew if I, if I listened to them and grabbed hold of what they were saying, I risked being disappointed again. I risked being disappointed again. So many are protecting themselves from disappointment. but And I, I understand that. But there's two ways to live. You can live a hopeless life and never be disappointed. Or a hope-filled life with occasional disappointment. Our negative strongholds, they hate hope. When we ask the question, what do I need to believe to have hope in my life? Or what do I need to believe to have hope in this area of of my life, we are setting ourselves up to get revelation of the truths that will demolish our strongholds. Now, when we get them in our mouth, that's the key, because you can't think a lie when you speak the truth. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God, Romans 10, 17. Now, so... And I've used this example a lot lately, but I want to say it again because I'm 
getting it more and more and more. When I wake up in the morning, I've got my declaration clicker by my coffee pot, and I, I declare things like this. This is going to be a great day. This is going to be my, the best day of my life yet. This is going to be my best day spiritually, emotionally, relationally, financially. And it's a day of victory. And again, some would say, well, you shouldn't say that. You should wait till your day is over and just use your words to describe your day. No, God hasn't called us to use our words to describe our lives. He's called us to use our words to change our lives. <laughs> I like that. Now, and here's the example. Sports teams. Good sports teams understand this principle. They not only need a good plan, they not only need endurance uh, and conditioning, they not only need to understand their role in a specific assignment on the team, and they not only need to understand their opponent and what the, their opponent's tendencies are, strengths and weaknesses, they also know they need to attach faith to who they are and to their team. Because if you just have a good plan with no fire— then it's more cerebral than passionate. And certainly we need to be cerebral in many ways, but, but people don't just want to follow cerebral people. <laughs> they want to follow inspirational people. And when you learn how to attach faith to who you are and what you're doing, you're learning how to inspire yourself and move beyond just a good plan to actually have passion, to have exuberance, to have enthusiasm, to have a can-do attitude, to have uh, a, a thing that's going to cause people to do what they don't think they can do. And so sports teams, they understand this. So they're not talking pessimism, defeat in the locker room before the game. They're, they're talking victory. They're talking... Uh, passion. They're, they're not saying, well, let's try not to lose too badly. Now, here's the point. Even if they lose, they're, they're speaking victory. Even if they lose, then they don't say, well, that didn't work. Let's be more pessimistic before the next game. No, they understand that, that it's a process and they're learning. They're, they're breaking the losing culture off of themselves, off their team, off their thinking. And they keep at it. And that's the same way with me as I attach faith to my day. It's going to be a great day. It's a day of victory. It's a day of freedom. It's a day of miracles. Even if I don't experience that, even if it's a bad day, I'm not going to change the subject because I know something bigger is happening in me than me experiencing a good day. <laughs> Let me say that again. Something bigger is happening in me than me, just me experiencing a good day. I am, I'm sharpening my axe, my faith axe. And so this, this brings us to the, to the title of today's podcast. Positively seeding the clouds of your future. And I, I like to do this. We, we have our, our transformational mind renewal course starting up here 
uh, in September. I believe it's September 12th. It's right, it's right around there on the Monday, right? That's either the 12th or close to it. A five-week online course with our strongest content from Igniting Hope Ministries. If you're looking for something uh, and you're looking to give God something powerful to work with, this might be it. Taking five months where you're three, four hours a week with, with some of my, and when my wife's and my best books are in the course. Uh, we have, it's podcast driven, so it's made for people on the go. We have two levels, an essential level, and then we have a, an intensive level where the intensive level, there's more community. You get three belief training sessions as part of the essential level with one of our certified belief trainers. You get some leadership teaching from me and my team. But it's this piece of of declaring and renewing our minds with 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 declarations and seeding the cloud uh, of our future. It's this piece that we're talking about today. That's a it's a big part of the course. And one of the things that we do in the course is we have people do what we call belief workouts. <laughs> belief workouts. We. We're not just working out our bodies, we're working out our beliefs as well. Nobody wants flabby beliefs. And so we take the concept in the belief workouts of noting where there's resistance in our emotions and going after truths that are going to replace the lies creating, whether it's a lack of hope, whether it's a discouragement, whether it's a victim mindset replacing those lies with truth and you push against the the emotional resistance with the truth and you get your beliefs get stronger your load-bearing capacity gets stronger but one of the things we do in the belief workouts is in the night belief workouts we have people consider their next day and think about everything that's happening in their next day their appointments their responsibilities etc and then speak over them, attach faith to it, make a declaration to it. And this is like seeding the cloud of your future. Now, I used to just seed the clouds of my future, mainly with negativity. Ah, oh, this is hard. I don't really want to do that, uh, et cetera. Uh, and it was a negative thing. And it did not help my future because I had negative faith about the things that I was doing. And when you have negative faith uh, about the things that you're doing, you increase the likelihood of experience negativity. <laughs> Boy, and I want to decrease the likelihood of, uh, of negativity. So this is one way you think about what you're going to be doing tomorrow. And you seed the cloud of it. You say tomorrow's going to be a great day. Whoo! Tomorrow's a day of miracles and answered prayer. That meeting I have at one o'clock with so-and-so is going to be incredible. The Lord's going to show up. We're going to have a great heart connection. My morning time with the Lord tomorrow is going to be outstanding. 
<laughs> my evening time with my family is going to be in, incredibly prosperous. Everything I put my hand to tomorrow is going to succeed. It's going to prosper. And, and so we, ha- we, we train people. We, we give them assignments. Attach faith over tomorrow. And obviously, this is something that we can do not just about tomorrow. I mean, you could start seeding the clouds of 2023 right now. 2023 is going to be my best year. 2023 is going to be a year of favor. It's going to be a year of of miracles. It's going to be a year of of restoration and deepening of heart connections in my family. And you just let Holy Spirit and you start seeding. You say, well, what if it doesn't happen? Well, what if it does? And I'll say this, by speaking it out, by speaking it out, you increase the percentage chances that it's going to happen. <laughs> Manuel, thank you for joining us on our YouTube live version of this podcast. Thanks for contributing on the chat. And so let me just uh, close with this by just saying that, you know, some of the uh, examples that I give in my book about seeding the clouds, we already said tomorrow's going to be an incredible day. 2023 is going to be the best year of my life, spiritually, emotionally, relationally, financially, and in my influence. My time with my family this weekend will cause a long-lasting blessing for generations to come. The promises of God will manifest exponentially next month. My sleep tonight will have supernatural dreams and I'll have wonderful rest. The church service I attend next Sunday will be the best one yet. And then you could you could go a <clears throat> hundred years from now, my descendants are going to have encounters with the Lord. <laughs> I think you're getting it. See positively seeding the clouds of your future, taking the risk to have hope. Wow, so so fun to be able to talk with you today and share these things with you. And I pray that it would bless you. By the way, hey, if you're interested in our, in our transformational mind renewal course, you can go to ignitinghopeacademy.com, ignitinghopeacademy.com, and you'll find it there. If you have any questions, you can email us at info at ignitinghope.com. And if you're new to this ministry and you want more, you want your hope ignited, you want your beliefs going to the next level, you want practical a teaching on the renewing of the mind. You want to learn how to walk in gladness and serve the Lord with gladness. We are here to serve you. <laughs> we are here to serve you. And by the way, this is Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. And we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, Circumstances cannot stay the same. 
after love. Hope is the most powerful leadership influential quality that there is. Our hope level determines our influence level. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need strength at the end of the battle. You need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> Either we, we're hearing too much negative news in the media, personal habits that we wish were changed in our life don't seem to be changing, relational things, family things, financial things, health things. I found this, there's hardly ever a convenient time to be radically joyful, but I need joy now. I need joy now. And we stir up joy through thanksgiving, magnifying the Lord, not magnifying the problem, thanking God for what he's doing and not focusing on what he th we think he's not doing. Thanksgiving is a gateway into joy. And we walk in the joy of the Lord and stir it up by Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And the context of that is that we're delighting with unfulfilled desires. That's what the delighter's doing. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Do you have unfulfilled desires today? <laughs> we all do. We all have things that haven't happened yet that we want to see happen. We all have prayers that haven't answered yet. And, and so we, we delight. Woo-hoo! Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do about this situation. Father, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my nation. I can't wait. We're delighting in the Lord, not in a particular thing happening. It's powerful. It's powerful. Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about it and pass it on. And we've been doing something. I've just been doing an experiment with you. Those of you who are regulars on the Igniting Hope podcast, you know what's coming right now. You know what's coming. I'm going to ask you to pray five seconds in faith, attaching faith to five seconds of prayer. You attach faith to five seconds of prayer. It's more powerful than praying 30 minutes without attaching faith. We hear so many things happening that, you know, that, that get come to us. Five seconds of prayer sometimes is all that we can do, but we attach faith. So why don't you do this? Your prayers are making a difference in Igniting Hope Ministries. We've been doing this for a few months now. And having you pray five seconds for Wendy, my wife, me, our team. We have a mandate to change the world. We have an assignment to be one of the premier hope ministries in the world. And your prayers are helping. So take five seconds right now and, and pray for us. Oh, thank you so much. Amen. Amen. And thank you, those who have been sowing financially into Igniting Hope. We appreciate it so much. And if you feel led to do that, you can go to ignitinghope.com and you can find the give or donate buttons there. And that's such a blessing. And even if you're not able to do that in this season, we are just so excited to be able to serve you. 
All right, Steve Macklin here. Go ignite hope everywhere you go. God bless. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.